Hi everybody, John Lee from The Reverse Stick here. As some of you may know, this week uh, we've produced a live program. And as some of you may notice as well, some of the audio quality for, say, the first 45 minutes is not terribly good. Unfortunately, we had some uh, technical issues. You know, of course, you know what I mean when I say technical issues. Um, give them man one job. It's just one button. It's that button on the desk. Anyway, uh, there have been some issues with the first uh, third of the program this week. The audio is pretty average. We discussed whether we should leave it out or not, but it's there. If it's too bad for you, just skip ahead to 45 minutes and it kicks off and it sounds pretty much like we normally do. And to everybody that was uh, sitting in while we tried this live experiment, thank you very much. And uh, we hope to be doing it again in the future. You can stick with the first 45. Thanks a lot. If you have to skip ahead, we totally understand. Straight to the top of the charts for the reverse stick boys. Another gold, solid gold tune. That one sure to be a dance floor favourite for decades. Give it a whack. Well, that's all from me, miles wide. I'll be back next week at the same time with more contemporary trash future gold. Next up, it is the reverse stick. And this week, the boys are live. They'll be taking your calls. Really looking forward to that. Stay tuned. The news is up next. This is the TRS Global Service. It's midday in London, a little bit earlier in New York, and a can and a half in Coolbalup. Good evening. Insert name with the TRS Global Hockey Service News. First to Cairo, where our Middle East correspondent, Connor Sanchez, has the latest on this breaking story. The scenes of elation today in Egypt, the scientists successfully proved that you can't fit a rectangle sideways down another rectangle. Despite over a century of failed experiments in which rectangle after rectangle successfully passed from the Mediterranean Sea to the Gulf of Arabia, the last week has proven that the small toy you played with as a child was wrong after all. Centuries of abuse. In Florida, Donald Trump has appeared in front of adoring crowds to launch his next presidential bid. More from our US correspondent, Larry Duesenberg. Recently unelected President Donald Trump has announced a bold plan to shore up support by announcing his intention to run for the 1826 presidential race. Said Mr. Trump, I'm going back in time because you know I can. We have a time machine, I know, I've seen it. It's a very good time machine. I like it, Space Force likes it. Nobody else has a time machine like us. We've got the very best. It's very good. When quizzed on his reasons for such a shift in strategy, Mr. Trump replied, Well, that way I can make America great and I won't have to do it again. On to sport with Wayno from Hilton Park, 6th grade. 
The Australian Hockey Ones team has leapt to the top of the International Ones League with a superb performance against itself on Sunday. Despite trailing by eight goals late into the eighth shenanigan, they managed to level the score by four-fifths time. From there, it was all Australia. As time and again, they managed to pierce their own defence to eventually run out winners by two goals and a kumquat. Despite moving to the top of the international rankings, Australia has a nervous wait ahead as it prepares for its next game against itself and they wait on the outcome of the upcoming Spanish series in which Spain is expected to dominate over Spain. Now the weather with our very own rain man, Miles Wide. Thanks, insert. Well, there were a few more clouds today than expected and a bit more wind. Uh, that happened somewhere and there was continued sunny somewhere else. Now let's look ahead for the rest of today and take a peek out the window. And I think it, we can see exactly uh, what the synoptics would suggest. Whatever the weather is in your part of the world today, don't forget, stay sunny on the inside. Back to you, insert. Thanks, Miles. And that's all from the TRS Newsroom. Another bulletin in an hour. From me, insert name, enjoy your hockey day. You're Tim Deven, and you're listening to... Therapist Tech Live! Greetings once again, ladies and gentlemen. It is the Reverse Dick Live. Live, 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 live. My name is John Lee. I'm with Matt Allen and uh, stepping outside the box a bit tonight, Matt. We are indeed. It is episode 187, but not only episode 187 of the Reverse Dick, the Global Hockey Podcast. It is our very first foray into the Reverse Dick Live here on Clubhouse. Thank you for joining us. And if you are uh, listening on YouTube, that's exclusive to our Patreon subscribers, then thank you for joining us there as well. Great to be here, John. Um, I'm thinking maybe the listeners are just as confused about what just happened for about five minutes before the start of the show as I am. That, that was a, a demo for the news service we're going to run on the on the reverse stick radio station. Coming soon to your ears, maybe. <laughs> maybe. It's in the pipeline, isn't it? Global Hockey Radio. That's why I went ahead and... Uh, uh, you know, registered Global Hockey Radio with a view that we could bring all these podcasts together. But there's all these flash new apps out there, John, that all want to take podcast content on board and uh, beam it out. I think it's great, and I think everybody should listen to hashtag Field Hockey Podcasts. And uh, this as well as an opportunity for us to do something a little bit different too and open it up a bit more like uh, a radio program, Talkback Radio, if you like. That's a little bit of the model that we're working on here. So we're going to say a few things and get stuff rolling, but we really want to hear from the other people in the room and let them have their say during the reverse stick. So 
We're going to try. Live and interactive, yeah. yeah. So there will be opportunities as the show goes along. We'll we'll open up our topics and give you an opportunity to jump in. Um, If you overspeak, we will cut you and and (laughs) chuck chuck you off the stage here on Clubhouse. It's Uh, not a night for polemics, is it? Absolutely. So say your point. We do have some topics. Uh, Get your head around these. Teo, if you're listening out there somewhere, I'm sure you are. You don't have to send us a private message to find out what the topics are. We're going to tell you right now. So <laughs> our six topics that uh, we can talk about, you don't have to talk about, but if you've got some feelings on it, please do share them with us a bit, little bit later in the show. Uh, topic number one, you're a hockey league. Give us your tips. Number two, goalkeepers. When did you have to improvise with your kit? And how? What's better, supporting your number one club side or your country? Number four, what was your worst journey to a game? Number five, convincing teenagers that playing second or third grade is not a failure. And number six, the battleground for hockey isn't fives versus elevens at the Olympics. It's about providing a fun and sport environment that engages club players. So that's your topics. Have those in mind. And when we open up the floor, we'd love to hear from you. There will also be an opportunity for somebody to get involved a little bit later on in uh, a stick it, live stick it to John. Oh, really? It's not a setup. Nobody's been picked yet, John. Okay. I've got a rough idea of the format. Um, oh, you, know, you, you sort of half figured it out. We'll see. Week. It's you know, it's always workshopping it with these things, isn't it? It's always good to workshop and try and get our heads around what what a good show would sound like. A nice list there too, by the way. What you haven't been? Oh, I'm sorry, Matt. Yeah, no, good list of topics there. I'm glad the. Uh, because Matt sent me the list. Of, let, let's talk about these this week. Well, no, I've, no. The what idea was number was, one? one. Number one was the first one you read out, wasn't it? Number two on your list of topics to talk about is if you wanted a game of hockey <laughs> and you didn't have a ball, what piece of fruit would you use? I, I, mate, I think that's a great future topic. Absolutely. <laughs> what sort of... Po- that reminds me oh, of... What would you go? Orange, orange oh, grapefruit, oh, no, apple... No, let's huh? get on hockey. Grapes? I'd go with something that explodes Tomato. on contact. Tomato. Oh, that'd be good. That'd well, be eggs. Good. We saw the eggs being uh, the, the egg and stick race from the Dan- Dansk Superstars oh, Challenge pick, recently. Picked them off the egg tree, did we? <laughs> <laughs> That's all natural. It's all natural. Let's get on to some hockey. Let's uh, let's talk about some hockey because there's plenty coming up this weekend. Less than 24 hours away, isn't it? What? EHL. Oh, EHL, definitely. Tomorrow, yeah, first game. First games are up. You normally put something like a sting in here, John, and goes, no, well, not bothering with that this said, evening. No, well, and we're a bit compromised technology-wise, Matt. Well, we've got the final four, four happening at the Wagner Stadium in Amsterdam for both men and women for the first time, which is great. Uh, so first... Uh, uh, first game's coming up in the men's comp at the semi-finals I guess a hockey club Blumendahl from the Netherlands and Royal Leo Leopold club from Belgium and in the opposite side of the draw HTC Ullenhus Mulheim from Germany and Athletic Terrassa from Spain in the women's competition club Campo de Madrid versus the club and Alster in, from Germany and uh, an all Dutch affair in the other semi there Amsterdam versus Den Bosch, some mouth-watering clashes coming oh, up. Yeah. I did listen in a little earlier on to a, another clubhouse chat that had Jana Mulavila and Ernst Bart. Uh, Nick Irvin was in there. Uh, Todd Williams. Yep. Uh, oh, geez, escapes me. That's uh, Cecilia uh, was was the other person in there. Um, and some really in-depth chat on it. It was great. If you want some in-depth reporting on the games coming up, do go to ehlhockey.com. TV. Our friend Mr. Findlater has been beavering away behind the scenes, albeit 
a fair distance away from the stadium, unfortunately, <laughs> for him. Um, and some really, really great pieces on players to look out for and expectations of the game. And uh, go and read that. Don't let us read that out for you. Go and check that out yourself at ehlhockey.tv. It's Good Friday. You've probably got time on your hands. So uh, who are you going for? Um, well, I Who's think, your tip? I think it's, it's, it's going to be interesting because of the state of, of or the, the, the progression in different seasons that the different sides are at. So yeah. the Spanish have played the most hockey um, in, of, of late, and so they've had a bit more of a run into it. I mean, Blumenthal are on fire at the moment in, in uh, Hoof class. I think they had a, was it a 9-0 win or something like that um, last weekend. Um, you know, the, the head would say Blumenthal, but it would be quite nice and romantic, I think, for um, Athletic Terrassa to, to do it on the men's side of things. And Club, de, Club Campo de, de Madrid and the women, they're flying high in, in, the, in the league competition there as well. Um, and you could go either way. You'd expect Amsterdam to get through on the women's. I, I would. Maybe a, a Campo-Amsterdam final. Um, yeah, let's... Uh, Let's go double Spain, shall we? Well, that's sort of how Spain. I was thinking too. I've got no skin in it, and so it makes it a little bit hard when you've got no no skin in it. I know I'm going to be watching lots of good hockey and all that, but there's no emotional content to the outcome of the games, um, personally. But So well, how do you make a decision on who to follow? If Beershot were playing, I'd, I know who I'd be following. <laughs> so I, I love the name Atletico, not Atletico. 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 Atleti is a, is so, a sort of nickname, isn't it? That, that's who I'm going for there. I might as well go the Spanish double with you. So should we open it up to see if anybody wants to put their hand up and uh, give us a, their Someone view on the upcoming game? More than, we do. Well, more than you. Not a lot of exposed right? form, too, as you mentioned there before. So it, it could be a year where it's it's thrown wide open. But if you do have some views, you can put your hand up and uh, we'll welcome you up to the stage to come and let us know your thoughts on this week and EH. Anna, you can get your eyes on these games wherever you are in the world. Um, just go to ehlhockey.tv. It doesn't cost a lot, you know, a few beers worth, isn't it? And you can get all Not eight, even that. All it's eight like games. It's like a euro a game or something. Yeah. Dirt cheap. Yeah. Dirt cheap. So, um, yeah, if you want to get your eyes on, on that, head to there. Um, there is other live streaming happening as well. Uh, this weekend there's more of the Malaysian Hockey League, whether it's the um, TMB Cup games and the Vivian May Saws Cup for women. UniKL have been absolutely superb in what they've been sharing, what they've been putting out yeah. there on their social networks. Big shout out. Yeah. Thank you very much for that. And the great thing is, John, they use the hashtag Livestream Hockey and tag in at the Hockey Live. So good stuff. Good, good on those guys. And shout out as well to Mannheimer because there is some... Um, the, been some German stuff on last weekend. You can find a lot of the links at um, the Hockey League Alive pages, and uh, I think they've pulled together a, you know, a, a good composite list of everything that's happening around Germany. Um, but uh, Mannheimer, bless them, always at the Hockey Live tagged in, hashtag live stream hockey. Makes it very easy to share it around the world, John. Absolutely, and of course, you know what else is going on this weekend? What's mate? that, mate? Cause a bit, a little bit of controversy, a little bit. Um, Pro League. Oh, that's right. Of course, yeah. <laughs> Pro almost, League, come almost, on. almost forgot that competition was still happening. Well, uh, Germany are down in Argentina, aren't they? They are. They are indeed. Um, Both men's, men's and women's. Now, yeah. now there are, of course, German sides that are, are playing in EHL, and club has been the yeah. the preference there, but that's all. Uh, I think I heard on Ernst Chat and Jan Mullerville said that the coaches had said, go and play the EHL games, we've got lots of players that we need to use and, and get game time. So the five or six players that are, that are missing uh, 
They're missing, and that's fine. Well, the Olympic training competition is going very well at the moment, isn't yes. it? Um, and the Indian men are on the way. There's a lot of talk about whether these should be scheduled at the t- same time, though. And I think it, it, I mean, it must be very difficult trying to squeeze everything in at the moment. But the, would those games actually clash, given that they're in Argentina? Well, it's supposed to be a clear window for EHL anyway, isn't it? But there's also other club stuff happening in Europe this yeah. weekend too. So, you know, how much hockey is enough, John? Oh, never enough. Never enough. Too much hockey is never enough. Um, Still wait for somebody to put their hand up on the clubhouse chat if they want to come and give us their predictions on EHL Final Four. Who will be champions in the 20... Is this 2020 edition? No, 21. No, I know we're 21, but this is... No, because I was supposed to be there. Is it the postponed, cancelled? No, I think they scrapped it, didn't they? And this is fresh. I don't know. Somebody else will know out there. It's the next one. Where's Finder? You spoke to Finder last week. I wasn't even here for the for the for well, the, sh- were, for the yeah. chat. I popped outside for five minutes, came back in, and bingo, and but it's done. What? That's a Matt Allen. Remember the time you said you'd be five minutes away, and and it took you fifty three <laughs> minutes, and you know that, that, that's oh, what yeah. happened. Just while we're waiting for somebody to give us some views, we didn't uh, ask each other how the hockey week was. How's your hockey week been? Um, a bit busy. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. So, you know, what happened on Sunday? When? China night. Me? On the phone. Boys, do you want to go to the hockey? No, I Pick. sent you a message yeah, saying, no, 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 no. <laughs> are you going to the hockey? That's right. And I said, do you want a oh, list? Yeah, we went. Yes. We went to the uh, ones game. And one's opening w- round of the season in the Western Australian Premier League. Wasn't the result we wanted, was it, John? No, it was a disappointing. Disappointing to see Flynn, afternoon, though. Flynn Ogilvy in that horrible rugby shirt that he was wearing as well. I told yeah. him to get that off. Yeah, terrible look. Horrible, but now we went down 2-0 to UWA, the, uh, the mighty Fremantle Cobra Magpies. But there, there you go. I, did, I didn't know. It was a good day out anyway, wasn't it, John? Not for me, because I was driving. I was the sober one for a change. It, it was a good day out. I didn't know they've gotten rid of the stick check law. <laughs> I, I didn't know that. Is that only coming this season? Yeah, well, look, I, you know, I was a little bit vocal towards the umpires, and 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 incorrectly so on uh, on one point. I had about seven or eight people turn around from the crowd, all shaking their head at me, and I went, oh, 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 oh. "I said umpires are allowed to make mistakes. Surely I'm allowed one." <laughs> no, it was a good day, and uh, hopefully there'll be plenty more good competition which you can catch on. Um Live streamed as well the WA Premier Games. That's right. Not all of not all of them, but a couple of games a weekend. Weekends. Certainly, certainly one men's and one women's game yep. from the competition, which is great to see. Um, now, I, I, you know that was a bad start to the week. It got even worse for me my hockey week last night when I saw the opening round of, round of fixtures. <laughs> right now, for jeez, oh, probably ten years now. You know, I've occupied occu- occupied the, the lower grades of the club. Um, through my work situation, I often can't play on a Saturday afternoon, so I've, I've, uh, that's why I've picked the lower grade sides because they're, you know, unsociable hours. And, and, you've, and you've always managed to find that last three weeks of the season window to manage to qualify for her, whichever team. Yeah, is that's, that's, all, that's, all, that's all part of the skill. Um, yeah, so uh, but a lot of the games would be anti-social hours, so we're talking, you know. Sunday evenings, Sunday afternoons, and th- things that worked for me with work. So uh, we put an extra turf team in this year, which is great. Now six turf teams in the club, and I'm thinking, well, look, I'll I'll look after, manage the fives or the sixes, and whichever one is the the, sort of the, the more Sunday games, and you know that's a bit easier than you know, always a handy way to keep your spot in the side as well, John. Um, just saying for the uh, for any of the the amateurs out there, um, get the fixtures last night. For both of those sides, 
three Sunday games in the first nine rounds of the season across both of the teams. Disaster. So out of... I need 12 more. I need 12 more to get my 300 up at the club. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I thought, oh, well, I'll shoot that in this year because I'll get a few Masters games on a Saturday and then I'll play some of my regular grade games as well. Well, half of these closest to well, even if I am even if I am am available to do it, play on the Saturday. There's even clashes on those Masters games, so I'm going to struggle to get my numbers up to do the 300. You know, maybe I might squeeze it in for Grand Final day. That would be nice, wouldn't it? Yeah, which uh, oh, you wouldn't know. Well, no, not yet. No, No, not yet. Not at all. We'll pick that a bit closer to the time, won't we? Oh, yeah, we should do. Uh, We'll play a sting here, and then we should start inviting people up to have a chat. What do you reckon? Yeah, well, that sounds good, John. Can you play a sting? Well, that's loud. Hi, it's Tommy Alexander, and you're listening to the Reverse Stick, the Hockey Global Podcast. <laughs> That'll do. Brilliant. <laughs> you kept the clean one in there. I did, well, I had to tick the, is it safe for kiddies box? Well, Tommy is in the room at the moment, so he might pop up and just say fuck for us and then disappear <laughs> again. Well, we'll, we'll find out that in just a moment. Uh, is this on? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah, a microphone, good. mate. Yeah. Good. Um, so, all right, let's open up our topics list before we uh, go on much further. Um, oh, somebody's just... Have you been messaged? Yeah, just sent me a, a voice message. I don't know if we can get this or not. Oh, let's try it. Hi, guys. My name's Janet. I am from Sydney, Australia, and I'm 10 years old. Oh, hi, Janet. Thanks for calling in. Janet? Really loving the show. I listen every week. I've just got a question for the both of you. Uh-oh. Uh-huh. Far, far away, At Janet. my age, should I be concentrating on hockey fives or elevens? Oh, that's I'll a... hang up now and listen to your thoughts. Bye. Oh, thank you, Janet. Well, that's nice to hear from Janet there in Sydney. She's 10 years old. Should she be concentrating on hockey fives or hockey elevens? I guess that kind of ties in. Maybe the battleground for hockey isn't fives versus elevens at the Olympics. It's a providing fun and sport environment that engages club players, John. Discuss. I would say that kiddies that age should not be worrying about that sort of stuff. They should be just running around and giving it a whack, Matt. Concentrate on the things that matter in hockey, like hitting, trapping, (laughs) pushing. Having fun with your friends. Having fun with your friends, yeah. All that other stuff will look after itself. That would be my advice. Well, that's good. Well, Janet, there you go. That's. uh, I mean, I'm surprised it wasn't a dear John that that came in for us there. Um, but well, because I didn't provide an answer, because I didn't need to. So it, it's it's nice to see we've got an audience of school kids in Sydney too. Yeah, it's, it's fantastic. <laughs> she reach of the global <laughs> hockey podcast is it. incredible, isn't it? Um, so nobody wants to come up. Nobody wants to come up and say anything. So we'll just carry on with our uh, our normal. I'm sure we'll say style. something sooner or later that irritates someone enough to. I've closed the to app. Get up there. I've closed the app. They're just going to let us hang there. Not a problem. We do this every week. Uh, April Fool's Day, John. Just a day off it today. Not as big a success as last year's April Fool's double-headed stick um, campaign. It looked too more too much like the real thing. Though. Yeah, that's I what think I thought. I believed it. Yeah, and I think some people went. Yeah, that's a good idea. Why aren't we making <laughs> hockey balls out of eco? I mean, I, I wouldn't worry about the plastic being used in the hockey ball. Just look at the turfs. <laughs> Pales in significance. It does it a little bit, but there was some. Uh, there was one better than you. No, no, no. Whoa, 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 whoa. You, no, no. Well, hang on. Well, okay, let's just say it is. It was one better, and but that's coming from a, a fully resourced international association. Olympic dollars flowing into the place. 
Th- our, our one was literally, oh shit, I better do a <laughs> April Fool's. It was 11 o'clock on the night before. Yeah, remember that little girl from Sydney's. Oh, <laughs> sorry, Janet. Apologies. Um, yeah, New Zealand Hockey Federation, congratulations for not being a bunch of boring old funny duddies and getting into the... Shop, bro. The, yes, the April Fool's Day... Uh, it was good. What was that one? Uh, double balls. Multi-ball. Multi- I don't think they call it multi-ball, but multi-ball, yeah. You'd have been proud if you had to come up with that, wouldn't you? I'm sure I've done it in the past. Oh, yeah. I think they might have just gone back into the archives because I've got a good history on, on the April Fool's Day. Well, I did the black yeah. turf. Yeah, that went down a tree. Well, then lo and behold, though, Amsterdam have got one themselves. They've got the little mini turf there, haven't they, which is um, black and white. So you've actually sort of some... Hang on, did I copyright that? Are you Maybe, I should, maybe I should have copyrighted that one. But it's yeah, right. don't worry, eco balls are coming soon, folks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure, <laughs> I'm I'm sure they are. Um, did you see any other ones out there, any other April Fools? No, I thought it was a fairly um, average April Fools this year, actually. Yeah. Nothing really struck me that was overly funny. Except the New Zealand Post, that was... Oh, jeez, it's like, it's hard work sometimes, it really is hard work. Uh, all right, let's just turn our, um, I'm not actually looking at the clubhouse screen to see if anybody's put their hand up. No, they haven't, so if you want to say anything, guys, please do jump in. But let's, uh, we've got a list, as we always have, hastily written down 20 minutes before we went on air. No change there, is there, John? Uh, let's start off with a little bit of news. Trini Powell, surprise, surprise, the new Hockey Roos head coach. I think you heard it here first last week, maybe. Uh, the name was around the place. I well, mean, yeah. when, when she left a position with the New South Wales Pride scene. What, what you uh, mean? Was sort of, when, uh, when her job was posted a day after the Australian <laughs> yeah. head coach resigned. That's, that's yeah. the one I'm talking Incre- about. Like, just incredible time. And, and, uh, amazing. Maybe she just got sacked, you know, the day before, and then a new opportunity yeah. just yeah. opened up just like that. But uh, anyway, it's good, you know, it's my first time in 20-something wasn't it? That, uh, um, no, 40, 78, uh, Colleen, oh, I can't remember the name, um, Vaughan, but um, yeah, ma- male coaches, head coaches, she's obviously been involved in yeah. assistant coach roles in, in the setup there. Um, yeah, 42 years, yeah, 79, 42 years since the last female head coach of the Hockey Roos. So there's been a real positivity, particularly out of a lot of those uh players and ex-players, more so the ex-players, that have spoken out on the lead into the um, Sport Integrity Australia inquiry. Um, as you know, as the listeners know, we've seen pretty much everybody that was involved within the selection process um, no longer within those roles. So, lot, you know, interesting to see what's, what's going to come ahead. We're still waiting on the, the player appeals for Rachel Lynch and Georgie Morgan. Um and that's, you know, that's going to be a tough one either way for a, a new coach, isn't it? And maybe well, it's easier yeah, for a new coach yeah. just to say, sorry, no, you're, you're still not getting picked. Well, it's not as opposed to, yeah. But it is just to the Olympics and there may be, you know, the opportunity to extend those contracts beyond then. Uh, you know, it'll be performance. What, what would be good, what would be a good place finish for hockey, the Hockey Roos now, considering the turmoil of the past six months? Um, okay. Well, if the last meaningful world rankings came out at the end of 2019, didn't they? When I say meaningful, I mean the rankings have come out since then, but the calendar's been so compromised by COVID, etc., that I don't think they mean much at all. So they were number two ranked in the world at that 2019 rankings. So what's a fair assumption on an Olympic performance, considering all of these issues that apparently came up in this report that came to a head during that last six months? I've been going on for a long while, allegedly, according to whatever. So 
do, is that really going to have an effect? That that's still a team that was playing, was number two ranked in the world. Is that going to have any effect on them? Well, as we talked about last weekend, well, on going you know, on, 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 do what? we cut them slack for that? Do we say, oh, well, yeah, maybe they should only finish sixth or fourth? Is it? Uh, well, would you so would you be saying top three then? You'd you'd expect prior to. What's been going on? See, this is the worst thing about the way we judge it, is that it, it becomes about... International hockey's a hard game, mate. Things can go wrong very quickly, and you can you can be thinking one day you're going to be finishing second, and the next day you're finishing sixth. Yeah. Um, it's a very tough competition to call, and because of the nature of it being a tournament, it's about who hits the running at the right time. You could be a great team, but if you're just coming on the downhill slide of whatever your greatness is, or going... You know, there's so many different variables involved. If they weren't to finish in the top four, I'd think they've uh, they've probably uh, underachieved to a degree. But you know, finishing top six is nothing to be sneezed at. It's a tough competition. Yeah, absolutely. But we also know that you know the, because of the, the Olympic funding, because of the Olympic funding, and that's, that's where that, the pressure yeah, that's comes. What, that's, that's why it's so so crucial, for, and that's why it's measured that way. Um, so well, it shouldn't be. Do you think it, do you think it could have a galvanising effect for them though? Well, new coach, new rules. Where's the dartboard? Let's see if I can hit. Uh, yeah. What you know? Do I hit? It'll galvanise them, or when I throw this dart, is it going to hit? It's going to tear them apart. Who knows? I, um, it could could be you, very good for did them. Did you see the Matt Favia tweet on on the bottom of the announcement? I think it was welcome aboard Trini. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> That's a vote of confidence. <laughs> Yeah, rats and chips. Um, mm. uh, so, yeah, well, look, there we go. Trini Powell in the role there. No, I think it's, it's great to see a, a female head coach in there with the hockey ruse. And, and for us, we hope they do very well. At least oh, at yeah. Least. I think they've got the capability to at least make the gold medal game, but things have got to go right. Now, we've also got news out of, oh, also out of Australia as well. Uh, we had a chat about this last night, or there were certainly some messages went backwards and forwards. Hockey Australia has partnered with News Corp Australia to provide live coverage of the upcoming under-15 and under-18 National Hockey Championships. Now, this is something we've seen increasingly happening here in Australia with uh, local, the big local newspapers streaming both junior and senior competitions. Uh, the Rick Charlesworth Classic, recently played here in Perth. That was on the West, wasn't it, John, I think? Yeah. Um, and it's it's behind a paywall so that, you know, they're encouraging you to go and take out subscription for those um, online um, national mastheads papers. Seven West Media. Yeah. Um, details of the agreement include live stream from two fields a day at both the under-15 and under-18 Australian Hockey Championships. Games will be streamed across news, metro, um, Papers, mastheads, the Courier Mail, the Daily Telegraph, Herald Sun, the Advertiser and the Australian are also streamed on the relevant regional websites. A paid subscription is required to view live games. News Corp currently have a special deal. Blah, blah, blah. It doesn't actually tell you how much the monthly deal is. It tells you how much you can save on the introductory uh, rate with it. Um, Tim Cherry. GM Commercial from Hockey Australia says, This is a fantastic result for not only friends and families of the players competing at the championships, but also hockey and sport enthusiasts. Is anybody going to be paying the money just to go and watch if it, if that, if it isn't friends and family involved? When we watch um, streams of other nations of these sorts of events, what generally, of what quality would you call them? Uh, yeah, One camera at most, yeah, maybe? Yeah, yeah. 
Yes. Um, but, but, yeah, pretty average. You might be lucky to have somebody doing a bit of commentary. Yeah. And fair enough. Okay, so that that's the sort of standard we're used to. It depends what standard News Limited are prepared to bring to these broadcasts. Mm. So if we're getting the same old stuff that volunteers used to, to do and News Limited is able to charge people for it, that's an interesting concept. News Limited, let's face it, they're, they're massive in the sports world as far as broadcasting live sport. Well, we did get um, a, a snippet of the opening round of the opening game from our men's competition on 7 News on the main uh, free-to-air news broadcast a couple of nights ago. Uh, so, you know, that's good that it's out there. Like I said, there was some advertising from Hockey Australia for junior hockey on one of the junior channels, so maybe that's the tie-in there with this deal as well. Because I think what Channel 10, is, does that fit in with uh, news? I don't know who Channel 10? Yeah. No. No? No, Channel 10's another company. Is it? Right. So 7 West is, yeah. Channel 9's more your news limited. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, well, there you go. That's, look, it's getting out there. I just, I don't know whether it does us any good by hiding behind newspaper paywalls. I don't know if, if it gets anybody that's already subscribed to those things watching something when they wouldn't ordinarily watch it. Is it bringing extra eyes from non-hockey people to watch the game, I doubt it. I do doubt it. Be, look, although saying that, if it's just one more and they end up going down to the local club and picking up a stick, is it worth it? Yeah, it probably is, isn't it? What I think is interesting, Matt, is you probably find most of those kiddies running around at those championships have probably got parents that already have a subscription to news. <laughs> you know, the uh, New York Times and... What's the other one, the financial one? Wall Street Journal? The Australian Australian, yeah, Australian yeah. Financial Review, is that them? Uh, that no, that, that was... Oh, it might be now. It was um, the other mob, Fairfax. I don't know who owns that now. But either way, they're, they're a huge company and getting a little toe in there. What I find interesting, though, is that we've had the launch in the last 12 months of the Watch Hockey app. Yeah. Now, what's that for? I would have thought that that is the vehicle. And we've seen this a little bit in Australia, that, you know, you've got... Um, them doing that deal there with news. You've got Hockey WA doing a deal with Seven West Media. Yeah. You've got other people, Brisbane Hockey. Well, Brisbane Hockey have been on the Watch.Hockey app yeah. um, a couple of games exactly. recently, yeah, but yeah. they've also did a, a, a deal prior with Courier Mail with the, with the, the big Brisbane um, Which is paper. Murdoch. News, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and uh, the Mercury in Tasmania, so the Tasmanian yeah. Premier League games, um, some great... Oh, did you see... Scott's uh, little post this this week with uh, the bully occurred in the game there. Well, I saw the bully. Well, at least they they got into it yeah, though. Yeah, it wasn't oh, yeah. yeah, they didn't just give it give it away. But uh, yeah, nice. I gave little, it a whack. No, <laughs> nice little mention of hashtag bring back the bully. Definitely. And for new listeners, that's just one of our many inane campaigns that maybe one day will come to fruition. Well, the FIH knows that the day they bring back the bully is the day this podcast stops. Yeah. They could stop it tomorrow, folks. Well, they, do you think they take it to a vote, John? At the Congress? Yeah. Ooh, who's going to be voting at the Congress? Wow, this and is... how are they going to vote? Well, the announcement <laughs> came out yesterday, and it's always fun when you see underneath, upcoming CA Congress on-site and virtual, and the date underneath, April the 1st, 2021. It was questioned by a few online. It's, uh, is this the, the FIH's idea of a joke? Uh, it reads... After a thorough analysis, the Executive Board of the International Hockey Federation has decided to give the possibility to each National Association delegate to decide whether they will attend the 47th FIH Statutory Congress either on-site in Delhi, India, 
thank you, Lalit, or virtually via on an online platform. The scheduled date, 22nd of May uh, 2021, is maintained. With this hybrid format, all members of the Congress, irrespective of whether... I like hybrids. There's a new hybrid turf coming up in time for Paris, isn't it? Uh, with this hybrid format, all members of the Congress, irrespective of whether they're currently able or not to travel internationally due to the global COVID-19 pandemic, will have the possibility to take part. Ah, bless them. The agenda includes, amongst others, elections for the position of FIH president and for four positions of EB ordinary member. For all delegates attending on-site or virtually, the voting process will be done exclusively via an online platform. The full agenda will be published, published around one month before the Congress. Uh, so there we go. You can be there or you can't be. I think I posted, surely you've got to have, like, 50% have said yes, they're going to go already? Because oh, it's a bold statement to make if unless you know that you've got a guaranteed amount of people that are going to be there, because otherwise the... The the, uh, the conference rooms there are going to be pretty sparse. Um, yeah. And maybe maybe it surprises. Maybe maybe it's just those countries that actually have got a travel ban in place at the time. But you, what you go for two or three days, and then you've got that possibility of quarantine on the back end. Um, My issue isn't whether some people can make it and others aren't going to make it. It's easy enough to say all the things you want to say in all of your little um, symposiums, etc. Um, my issue would be with how the vote's going to be conducted mm-hmm. and who's going to conduct that vote. Yeah. Um, and I would imagine that it should, given that a certain percentage are going to be voting electronically, everybody should vote electronically, even if they're attending the no, it is. That, that, is, that, that is. Yeah, you know, for delegates attending on site or virtually, the voting process will be done exclusively via an online platform. And so, yeah. is it an independently run platform? Yeah, I'm sure Nagra Kudowski have helped out with it. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I think being processed in Russia. Oh, look, and, it's, and now is the time to be lobbying, lobbying people and asking them, you know, what, what are your intentions? Who do you want to vote for? Hockey Australia wants me to give them, what, 120 bucks? Well, why would I? If you're going to go and vote for something that I don't, I'm not interested in. Yeah, but you're not on the inside, aren't you? Don't you? Not, not got the knowledge on that one. No, have no. you? No, I haven't. I haven't. Let's just have a little quick reset, John, before we move on. Don't forget, folks, you can get in on the conversation. Those hands haven't been popping up yet on uh, on Clubhouse, but uh, I will remind you. Topic number one, you're a hockey league, give us your tips. Number two, goalkeepers, when did you have to improvise with your kit and how? Number three, what's better, supporting your number one club side or your country? What was the worst journey to a game that you had? Convincing teenagers that playing second or third grade hockey is not a failure. The battleground for hockey isn't fives versus elevens. This is number six, by the way. The battleground for hockey isn't fives versus elevens at the Olympics. It's providing a fun and sport environment that engages club players um oh just got another call coming in there john have you yeah oh here we can answer that one yeah g'day boys thanks for having me on uh just want to say how much i love the show um no real comment uh just uh yeah give it a whack and uh yeah love love his work all right thanks boys oh that's fabulous that's lovely i don't think we've got his name then though no that was mystery caller thanks so much for for getting in touch (laughs) (laughs) how about how about it's time for a Oh, shall I play it? Yeah, well, you play it. You've got the technology in front of you, John. Oh, it's, a, it's barely hanging on. No, because you, you, you've got the wrong mouse. You've got two mice oh, that's too, that's next too. to each other. I do. You've got to touch the right-hand mouse. Uh, we'll we'll mice. do this one, shall we? Here we go. Let's see what this is. 
Mystery. Mystery. That's right, John. It's time to delve into the archives once again. And in this edition of Matt's Mystery File, we're going back to Saturday, the 17th of August, 1935, to an article in The Age in Melbourne, Australia. Headline, International Hockey, India versus Australia by Centre Forward. For the first time in Australia, an international hockey match between India and Australia will be played at the Richmond Cricket Ground this afternoon, when the champion Indian team will oppose an Australian eleven. The Indians take hockey seriously, and most of the present members of the team, whose ages average 25, have been playing the game since they were 12 years of age. They played it through school, college and university, and have made it a veritable scientific exposition, with moves worked out as on a chessboard. On their present tour, the Indians have won 38 consecutive games and have hit 318 goals for only 22 hit against them. A very strong side has been selected to represent Australia and the selectors were able to watch the form of the various players at the Australian Championship Carnival just finished. The match today will start at 3.15pm. The whole of the visiting teams and the Indians will be entertained at dinner at Fairs Hotel tonight. Mystery. Oh, I see that. That was just a little pre-record of Matt's mystery file, just in case we needed to um, have a break. Have a break. Have a Kit Kat. Um, oh, bit of sponsorship, what do you sponsorship on the, opportunity. On the menu that night. Ooh, um, Would it be roast duck or orange? No, no, it'd be very. Do you think of Australian cuisine at the time? It would have a very English roast roast dinner kind of uh, bent to it. So vegetables boiled till all the yeah, colours right Yeah, out. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yorkshire pudding. Maybe, maybe a bit of kangaroo. Kangaroo. They might, they might have cooked a bit of roux up. Could have. What else have we got? What else have we got? Does someone want to say something? Yeah, you're someone... welcome to the stage. You've heard the topics there, guys. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, if you're listening at home, it is, of course, episode 187 of the Reverse Dick. Maybe Globe. we need to give away something to the best caller. Globe. Well, we've got, I'll tell you what we have got, John. We've got an opportunity to take yeah. on you at Stick It to John. So the first person to put their hand up from the, the room in Clubhouse, you're most welcome to take on John in the most prestigious of competitions. Uh, rather lengthy um, intro music for it. Maybe I should play the intro music for it, John, and in the meantime, somebody can put their hand up and we can invite them to the stage. There's nothing to be, nothing, nothing to be uh, afraid of. It's, uh, it's very simple. John, oh, here we go. Um, Teo's put his hand up. Teo, just hold on just a moment and we'll get to you. Straight after this. I might not listen to all of it. Yeah, I'm trying to get Tao up onto the stage. He's waved and he's done the right thing here on the Clubhouse app. Uh, it's very useful. His hand's up. I've invited him. And uh, he, he doesn't seem to want to uh, come up and say anything at all. So he's obviously a bit of nerves 
Um, bit of pre-game nerves from you, Teo. Oh, Teo McLeod from the Half Court Press podcast. Welcome to the Reverse Stick Live, 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 live. Maybe not. Oh, he's gone quiet. There we go. That's it. Open, open up your mic. Say hello. Say hello to the lovely listeners, Teo. Hello, lovely listeners. How are you doing? I was, uh, I was quite keen to, to, uh, stick it to, uh, John at any time. Well, fantastic, and you're absolutely welcome to do so. Um, um, now, you, you have figured out what you're doing this time around, haven't you? Oh, I you know what the rules are and oh, stuff? I, you know, I think so. Okay. I think so. I even popped it, popped the, the questions out into a different um, tab, not tab, different whatever it is, here on Gmail, John. All right, Teo, John, I'm yes. going to explain the rules to you, okay? okay? Here we go. Now... This is a game based on player height, and we're talking about past and present stars of the game, male and female, okay? So it's basically, you're going to have to guess closest to the height. There'll be five rounds. We'll take it in turns, who goes first on either round, and the first guesser can stipulate whether they want a male player or a female player, and whether they want the height to be delivered in inches or centimetres, the other player then has to respect that just for that question and you can you know it might be that you you, you want to go feet and inches all the way or it might be that you want to stay two centimetres and metres um, so uh, it's a lot of time and, we, and we will and we will have a tie break at the end if things uh-huh. are all level um, uh-huh. I've got a list of ten here in total um, so what we will do Teo because you're the guest I'm going to toss a coin Okay. Just give, let him go first. Give me he- give me heads or tails for the right to, <laughs> to go first in stick it to John. Uh, heads. Heads, let's have a look. Yes, it's a head. Congratulations. Would you like to go first or second, Tao? I'll go first, please. You're going to go first. So you have the right to choose either a male player and whether it's in feet and inches or centimetres and metres. Do we, do we say metric, don't we? For that? Yeah, metric. Yeah, metric. Or Imperial. Imperial. Right, okay. So Imperial or Metric? Uh, Imperial women, please. Uh, Fit inches and lady. Imperial women, female. Okay. I'm just going to get a... Queen Victoria? I'm just going to get a blank piece of uh, paper here, John, so I can keep score. So Teo's going first and just... (laughs) We could do with a production assistant in here, really, couldn't we? And John's... We could do with some production values, One, two... So I'm going to do five boxes down. I could have printed this off at home before, but that's all right. Uh, A female player, Imperial. Give me a number, Teo. One. Number one. Okay. Your player is... Now, you guess, and then John guesses... Stacey Mickelson, New Zealand, Black Sticks. Black Sticks? Women and men are both Black Sticks, aren't they? Uh, superstar, midfield powerhouse. How tall, in feet and inches, is Stacey Mickelson? I'd say 5'10". Five 5'10". Ten. Five ten. And John, your response, Stacey Mickelson? Well... I was going to say five nine and a half. Now, are you one of these people? No, I'm not going are you to do one that. of these people I'm that not do? Going to do that because uh, it annoys the shit out of me. I mean, I would do it personally, <laughs> but I think you know, where's your sense of adventure? Um, I, I reckon five seven. John is going five. Wrong. I reckon it's five, five seven. <laughs> Let's have a look. Stacey Mickelson, one point seven three meters. Imperial, you dummy. 
<laughs> five for eight. Oh, that makes me John to the pin. is the winner uh, by point one. That's one point for John in the opening round. Now, John, this now swings over to you, and okay. you have the same choices, male or female, and uh, uh, imperial or metric, and then you give me a number. Well... Obviously, uh, Teo's led with his strong suit, so I'm going to have to go with metric men. Metric men. Okay, give me a number. Seven. It's five in total. <laughs> five. Um, player number five is uh, Argentine drag flick superstar Gonzalo Payat. Give me the height of the GP. Six, two and a half. Six, two, six foot... 6.25. Oh, I said metric, didn't I? I don't remember. Metric men. Yeah, so 6.25 is not. Uh, it'd have to be 197. 197 is your guess there, Teo. Gonzalo Payat in metric, please. He's left. No, he's going to. He off. can't find his. Um, had to unmute the microphone on his phone. Now, hang on, Teo. Uh, now, Teo, I just need to check. You're not Googling things right now, are you? Because that was a really long delay between question and you putting your, your microphone back on again. I, I got to press uh, unmute. Now, you, you can be honest here, Teo. You're amongst friends. <laughs> I'm prepared to forgive him. <laughs> All right, John's letting you off on that. Uh, I wouldn't be so kind, but look, just let it be known. You, you're on notice. What, what, what did John say? Uh, well, I'm not sure that's part of the game. You really need to be listening. Well, you mean you weren't listening and we couldn't hear you either? Well, he couldn't hear me over the back uh, of his keys on the yeah, keyboard. must have been. <laughs> 1.75 metres. 1.75 metres. Let's just have a little look. Hope you're playing along at home as well. Let's have a look. Gonzalo Payat, 5 foot 9. 1.76 metres, oh, no. Teo, you pull level in the second round. Stunning, really. Not far off the money at all with that one. I thought he was a shorter bloke than that, to be honest. 5'9's reason. What are you, 5'9"? No, you're 5'11". Uh, no, well, I was 6 foot, but I reckon <laughs> I've gotten a little bit shorter. I'm all right. getting old now. Teo, it's going to be back over to you now for your... Second pick, third round of the game. Scores tied at 1-1. This could give you a real edge here and take the lead. You've got the opportunity to pick a male or a female metric or imperial and then give me a number, anything but one and no more than five. <laughs> oh, no, that's wrong, actually. Uh, no, that's, five, that's wrong. No, tell, me if, tell me if it's male or female first. Uh, male. Male. Okay, so you've got, uh, you, you got one to four. Uh, four. Number four, certainly. And you're going... Imperial. Imperial. All right. Oh, oh, Number four, Sardar Singh. Don't for, you have enough to do with for, your former, former Indian captain. Um, what, was it metric or imperial? What did, you say? what did you say? Imperial. Imperial. All right. So, your own contest. Tayo, off you go. Imperial, Sardar Singh. How tall is he? Is the... Uh, Indian captain, is it? Former Indian captain, yeah. I, I think he's about uh, five foot ten. Five ten for Teo on Sardara. Uh, John, what do you reckon? With or without the turban? Uh, that gets to the top of the head anyway. No, you, yeah, you'd be measured to that. Uh, That's your height. 
Um, what did he say? Five ten. I reckon he's a bit taller than that. I reckon he's six foot. And John is going for six foot for Sardar Singh. Well, answer. No, I'm just like, this is building some tension. Did he get tense here? I'll tell you. <laughs> Sardar Singh is 1.76 metres, five foot nine. Teo, you go into oh, the lead. What? Stunning. You must be feeling really proud of your efforts right now. Woo! Did you have to Google that? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's best when he answers first, because he's got no time to, to check. He yeah. might have Alexa on, though, just tuning in to what we're saying and that information just scrolling through on the screen in front of him. Then again, you could just be holding the answers up in front of me, couldn't you? Well, you there. could be doing that. <laughs> That'd be really nice, actually. <laughs> just hold the answers up in front of me, thanks. All right, round four, John, it's over to you for your pick, oh, yeah. male or female? Um, female. Female. Uh, so you can choose from two to five in uh, the remaining players there. And you're going Imperial or Metric? I'll go Metric. Metric. And number? Uh, two. Number two. Naomi Van Arst. Ask. Um, I would think... For, oh, I said Metric, didn't I? Um, I, oh, I see. I don't know. A hundred and... 68. 168 centimetres. So let's go 1 metre 68 168 centimetres would probably do. 1 metre <laughs> 68 centimetres. Teo, can you keep your microphone open, please, just so we can hear those... We want to hear those keys clicking. <laughs> Mate, we can hear that coming through, you know. It's <laughs> not me. Not me. Naomi Van Aas, uh 1.68 centimetres. No, 1.68 centimetres <laughs> is John's reckoning there. What have you got to offer? I say uh, 1 metre 8. 180. 180. 180 centimetres, that is, John. Mm-hmm. The actual answer is, I just lost it off, off the screen there for a moment, but it's back. 1.79 metres. Teo, it's a 3-1 unassailable lead. Incredible. Um, now, normally, we just play the music and, and off you go into the distance. But do you want to do the, the, the fifth and final round just to see if you can get a 4-1 victory over him? No. Let's do it. Let's do it. That was, a, that was affirmative? I think so. Okay. Yep. Thanks, All right. Teo. All right, John. Oh, well, no, I'm get, just no, I'm just saying, just, wait, just get ready. Just wait. Teo's going to tell us his uh, final selection, male or female. Uh, male. Go for a male player. Okay. You can choose from one to three. Uh, two. Number two. And imperial or metric? Uh, imperial. Imperial. Your player is former German men's captain, Moritz Förster. Uh, they're quite too, aren't they, the Germans? Oh, yeah, I'm well, gonna, I'm, yeah. I'm gonna go for... there's a bit of a sweeping generalisation, Teo. They're quite blonde. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go six foot two. Six foot two? Five nine. You're saying five nine. Straight in there, John. Five foot nine. And the actual answer is Moritz Furster. 
six foot three. Teo, it's not quite a whitewash, but it might as well bloody be, because that's fantastic. A 4-1 victory. Congratulations. How do you feel? Over the moon. Uh, I'm sure, I mean, yeah, it, it was a game, game of two halves. I'm sure that uh, John did a thick of the parrot. <laughs> and John, what are your thoughts after such a shocking defeat? My thoughts are, I thought you had better things to do with your time during the week. Oh, and all all facts, uh, <laughs> all, all heights were made up by myself as well. I just guessed. guessed Did some, you? You no. just wrote down a number and thought... Well, I may as well. I, I took the information from Wikipedia, so I might as well have just made it up. So. Yeah, it's good as. Um, you'll be pleased to know, though, Teo, um, you, you've won a superb second-hand, what is it, Toyota thing? Yeah, yeah. What? Yaris. Yar- Yaris, uh, that you can pick up from... The Coolbelt Broadcasting Station. Just, it's, it's, uh, you just got to pick it up in the next seven days. Yep. But um, yeah, the keys are here, ready for you to go, and uh, or at least it's got a couple of kitty seats in it. Yeah, ten, um, ten bucks, ten bucks worth of fuel probably still in there. You might need to top up the oil. Tao, thanks for joining us on uh, this week's Stick It to John. You. That's where the Stick Thank It to John music. Right, thanks a lot. Thank you, mate. What have you yeah, silenced? Have you silenced my Stick It to John music? Yeah. Oh, I have. Come on. I was going to play a sweep. Whoever sang that's got a hell of a voice. Oh, clearly talented. All right, that's enough of that. Yeah, we're just coming up to the hour, too, because there is a news break, this being a radio show, Matt. Uh Uh-huh. You'd expect it on the hour, wouldn't you? You would. Every hour. So there's a a couple-of-minute news break coming up. And um, then we'll be back, and we'll try and get more people involved. Have we have we got something we can give away? Because that always works. Yeah, we there's got a, any cash. Yeah, there's so. an Ashley, one of Ashley Morrison's um, oh, Australia's hockey books. grail. Um, yeah, festering away down there in the corner. Yeah, we'll figure out some competition where you can win one of those, and we probably uh, second place can get two of them. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, they're good books. They are worthwhile. So we'll give one of the one of them away, shall we? Did see some good news out of Pakistan this week that there's plans in place for the uh, Women's National Championship. And I think they're trying to tie it in as well with some junior national great stuff. camps as well. Um, we don't always see a great deal about Pakistani women's hockey, so it's always nice when there's new news comes out. Um, they're, of course, looking to wards, fingers crossed, get into the Junior Asia Cup um, in Bangladesh in June. Let's you know see how we go. With that proceeding, and then there's been a lot of junior tournaments that have been um, postponed or cancelled you know, of the recent times. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, we're hopeful, hopeful that they can um, get those championship games happening in Karachi just after Ramadan, and uh, and get their teams together and, and get to the Junior Asia Cup. And just before we go to the news, Matt. If people want to get in touch with us, how do they do that? Well, they jump onto the socials, John, not just on the Clubhouse app, but also on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter, all at The Reverse Stick. We'd love to have you uh, join us on there. Um, We also do the At The Hockey Live account, hashtag live stream hockey, where we try to put out as many of the feeds that um, we find that are sent to us of live hockey happening anywhere around the world, no matter what the grade... um, We've got a few few different 
sources for things that don't necessarily go, as John said earlier, go through the Watch.Hockey app or through other, other areas and just go through their own club channels. So we like to try and share those wherever we can. So do follow at the Hockey Live. That's on Facebook and on Twitter. Well, just about turn over on the hour. We'll be back shortly. But in the meantime, let's get to a news break. That's the wrong one, isn't it? I'll just go... You got the sound pad up there for not the footy show. I just, you know, this bloke's bloody stretched the headphones again for me. <laughs> hey, old Big Ed Morrison. Good evening. Insert name with the TRS Global Hockey Service News. The royal family has fired another salvo in the ongoing Oprah War. Royal Junket Noel, Sir Reginald Blathingclat has more. Princess Kate has this week come out in defence of the Duchess of Sussex, Meghan Markle, claiming that her abhorrent behaviour was because she didn't play hockey. Palace sources claim that Kate has said on Meghan that they had the opportunity to have been cracked around the ankles of a kid being made available to her, she would be a completely different person. Some sources have claimed Prince William then added she never really learned to put a mouth guard in her gob. In Lausanne, allegations of Twitter rigging have rocked the upcoming FIH Congress. More from our European correspondent, Robespierre Ulyanov. The FIH imperialist scum presidential candidate Marc Dudon has dismissed claims he has shown the TRS capitalist big hosts John Lee and Matt Allen in his bid for the FIH presidency. When quizzed over claims, he had rebuffed the reverse. In these attempts to secure his like on Twitter, Kuzon responded with, Who? Cahas Lee and Aaron were even less forthcoming. Sources close to the socials come at their age, said that if they split the two hosts in the quarters, they would be more entertaining. Now to sport and Wayno from Hilton Park, 6th grade. International Hockey Ones has been thrown into turmoil today after revelations of match-fixing. Police have arrested one international player who is more expected to be questioned in coming days. The allegations stem from irregularities noticed in betting patterns from the recent Netherlands Olympic qualifier. Despite being overwhelming favourites leading into this tie, the Netherlands were soundly beaten by a Netherlands team that was not expected to provide more than taken resistance. Match footage shows the Netherlands player deliberately saving his own shot early in the third shenanigan and again following three-fifth time break. The unnamed player is still believed to be with the squad, but it's not sure how long they will put up with himself. Finally to the weather and miles wide with the latest. Well, hello again, insert, and I have to say, not much has happened since I last looked out the window. But let's just pull that curtain back and take a peek, shall we? No, well, it it seems to be much the same as it was an hour ago. Although I did notice Mrs J at number eight is getting the pool cleaned for the third time this week. Remember, stay sunny on the inside. And that's all from the TRS News Desk. 
and me, insert name. Enjoy your hockey week. Bye for now. Yep, that's fine now. What was that little yes, that's fine, doll at the end there? Apologies, folks. If, uh, if there seemed to be a bit of a problem with the audio quality that was coming through from the new studio next door, because obviously we're not sitting in the, in the same space, are we, John? Oh, it's a huge complex here at the Cool Blood Broadcasting Corporation. It is indeed. Folks, welcome to episode 187 of The Reverse Stick, the global hockey podcast. It is delightful to have your company with us once again. And this week we are live, 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 live. So a bit of an experiment that we're doing on the Clubhouse app. It's very social on there and you can do things like this and, and, uh, and give, them, give it a whack and uh, see if it works. And now, have your say. You can get on. Stick your hand up and say something. Now, a reminder of the topics. You're a hockey league. Give us your tips. Goalkeepers, when did you have to improvise with your kit and how? I can see there's a goalkeeper in the room. He might want to pop up and say something, although he has spoken already this evening. What's better, supporting your number one club side or your country? What was your worst journey to a game? Convincing teenagers that playing second or third grade is not a failure. And the battleground for hockey isn't fives versus elevens at the Olympics. It's providing a fun and sport environment that engages club players. That's the topics if okay, you want to... Okay, just go back to topic one. You're a hockey league. Give us your tips. Oh, yeah. Uh, what was number two? Goalkeepers. When did you have to improvise with your You're kit? You're an ex-goalkeeper. What's your greatest uh, improvisation? Generally socks instead of a box. <laughs> Lot, I mean, I mean, I'll, I'll, yeah, a lot of bloody socks, mate. I'll often have a pair down there anyway when down at the beach in the budgie smugglers. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, but no, definitely, no, definitely socks instead of a box. Um, I'm trying to think. No helmets. You know, but I'm from the time I was from the time with we didn't have a lid on the, on the top of the helmet. You know, it's uh, just those. Um, oh, what's the name? I've seen gaffer company? tape in use. A lot of gaffer tapes being used. On oh the yeah, things that like taped together and, and with the old cane pad, you'd get in with the staple gun on there as well. Yeah, and yeah. Ham, well, you'd, you had nails on the front of the kickers then. Do anyway. you remember when you had you, you would um, like on cricket pads? You would tuck the the little flappy the the leather strap yes. back through. Yes, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. And the um, the little pointy bit in the buckle would always stick into the back of your leg and you'd, sort of, you'd have three or four marks up the leg where you'd have to pull it tight around, but to get it tight, you'd end up having that stuck into your leg. Ah, good times, oh, eh? they were. Way back when. <laughs> what about number three? Number three was... Uh, what's better, supporting your number one club side or your country? What, what do you get behind more? Um, oh, that, that's a hard question. I suppose... You would have to say realistically it's your club because you go down there and spend time at it. And really the only time you support your country is, maybe it's not, but going along to an international game. Whereas with your club, you're by default supporting, which by default itself supports the Australian team. So maybe maybe you're better off just throwing all your concentration into the club and the support of the country comes after that. I don't know. Well, I am... Um... Uh, I certainly wouldn't make the noise that I make at an international game because you basically get kicked out if to, for making too, too much noise at Perth Hockey Stadium. Um, well, people do move. I did get commented. There was one. one well, people do move from me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they do. I'm um, I've got that lovely comment about how well I sang the national anthem. You remember that when we were was it the Indian game? Yeah, yeah. The we lady turned Lady turned around. Oh, you're singing the, the anthem. It's the first well. time you've been complimented on something you've <laughs> voiced out loud at the go- had a game of hockey. Very first time. But you can't be no, the last. You, you know, it's even when a great goal score, there might be a ooh and a bit of polite applause go along. Um, yeah. Whereas if our ones boys or girls 
sticking in the back of the net, then they'll get plenty of riba, riba, and uh, various noises to celebrate, won't they? What a joy it must, what a joy it must be to play with me supporting you. <laughs> What's next? Um, what was the other point? What was your worst journey to a game? Worst? Yeah. Worst journey to a game? Well, your hockey travels of, apart from, you know, doing some country runs, yeah. are generally sort of metropolitan area, aren't they? So you're not, you know, maybe a 45 minute to an hour journey. We once Max. had we once hired a bus to go up to the uh, RAAF Pierce. Mm-hmm. That was a really interesting trip, but it wasn't a horrible trip at all. It wasn't a bad journey. It was a great journey in the end. But, had a brawl. Well, don't know. Don't give me a. It's brilliant. Well, actually, there's another mystery file coming up shortly. Is it? That there's talk of a brawl in there as well. Oh, right. oh okay. I'll, I'll uh, save my brawl story. Well, you haven't listened to listen to them, have you? Which is good. That's, uh, it's always <laughs> this is the thing. You know, when we come together each week, we we haven't seen you each other. You sent me a file. I whack it in there. There you go. And we just kind of just pull it together on the hop. Uh, yeah, worst journey. Like, I remember a lot of the journeys uh, around that sort of nineteen twenty age in the UK would involve. A convoy of cars, two or three cars, and generally trying not to be the car behind the one which has got the people most likely to spew out of the windows. And the amount of chunder that would be on the side of cars and down windows and like, on your window from the car behind on the way to games. Um, different times, John. Apparently you're not allowed to drink as a 17-year-old anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's terrible. Uh, but what well, well, would be a horrible... Oh. I reckon the horrible trip start on the way back. Like, you've just been flogged 10-0 and you get a flat tyre. i got a flat tyre. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, no, I've had my, car breakdowns, ex- yeah. My exhaust dropped out driving out of the car park after losing the under-17B grand final. And I had a car full of teammates. It was a mini. Yeah. The station wagon. So oh, what? Just a Hockey Fives team, was it? No. I had half the, I had half the team there. And... Squished in anyway, the exhaust drops off this thing. Well, there we are in the driveway of this car park. And the opposition players turn, pull up. One of the cars with opposition players pulls up and this guy goes, are you right, mate? And we've just lost the grand final to him. You know, I don't want to talk to you. You know, go away. And so the sound, I'll go, yeah, no, look, I'm all right, mate. I'm right. You need any tools? No, I've got plenty in the back of the car. (laughs) 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 And there were, we were terrible that day. They deserve to win. All right, well, if you've got a story on your worst journey to a game, please put your hand up now. If something's, you know, John's little story there sparked something Not in much. your memory. Never know. Uh, uh, what was the last up. point? Uh, uh, the last two. Convincing, oh. uh, convincing teenagers that playing second or third grade is not a failure. That kind of ties in with the sixth, the sixth question as well, with providing a fun sport environment that engages club players. So it's, yeah. both, both are around that sentiment of going, look, maybe you're not going to be the brightest star and you, you, you're not going to represent the, the A grade at the club, but you can play a very good standard of hockey over a lifetime um, and be part of our hockey family. Playing A grade isn't the be-all and end-all of it. I think that's... I don't know that that's a sport problem in the sense that uh, there might be more of a, an attitudinal change about what sport is for. And I think there's probably a lot of um, subconscious pressure placed on kids because they're, they're told that to be successful you've got to be this or that 
if you play this, you've got to be on the pathway, or you've got to be this or this. Not... I think it, I think if they're on the on the, the pathway, or they're already involved in those higher level teams at that 15, 16, 17, 18, you know, when they're leaving here in Australia, leaving that uh, junior age group, that year 11, 12 age group, if they're playing in those higher grades, there's a much greater chance that they're going to be sticking around and playing. If it's if it's not. Um, the number one thing in their life or they're just not that great at it and they've got other things that they are great at, then hockey can quite easily fall away. That's kind so of how do we, they're, the, they're the ones we want you to want to hang on to, yeah. Well, here's the thing. So I uh, was going through the list of who's registered and who you're expecting to come back. You know, season gets the work underway in a couple of weeks, well, next weekend. and Next weekend. Yeah, and, and I got in touch with lads that I hadn't seen do any pre-season games? They hadn't, you know, been to any grading stuff. They no training, no contact. Left a couple of WhatsApp groups or messenger groups. So I've got in touch with all of them and go, "Hey, how you going? You know, what's what's going on? You you playing this year? Oh, I'm gonna have a year off." And, blah, blah, blah. and I understand, but the, the 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 key is is that a year doesn't become two years, three years, five years, and then when they're 35, they go, "I used to play hockey. Uh, I was all right. Yeah, and I need to do some sport now." So it's about keeping jogging. (laughs) I can't play touch football. But about getting those, getting those kids back swiftly. So the message I'd left with them was, I expect to see you down at the club sometime this season. The boys will want to see you come down and have a beer and and a catch up. And I'll be back in touch again this time next year if I don't see you to get you down to. We'll go through this whole process again. Uh, And I want to see you in black and white again. All right. And maybe the like personal messages. You came on really well last year, or something like that. So the doors open. They know me. They know I'll be there when they're when the time's right for them to to come back. They know that there's a friendly face and and you know come home. You know come come back to what you know. Oh, fair enough. I don't think he's stalking. <laughs> this is weird. Bloke who's nearly fifty. <laughs> what does he want me to come back for? Psycho. Uh, it's a it's going to be an ongoing problem for. Hockey in any sport really is that retention of players from us through that age group, and it's getting harder. It's definitely getting harder because there's more competition for things to do and all the rest. And we've got to be as good as we can be at providing the things we can. Yeah, you know, on, we're on not a, going to keep everybody. But on a brighter note, though, we we saw a 15 year old make his one's debut for a short 30 second cameo yeah. last Sunday, yeah. didn't we? Yeah, a homegrown lad. One whose dad has played with us and, and plays with us. Now, he's not going to be in as a straight-up starter playing one's hockey, but he was involved in the environment. He was on the bench. He got, to, he, he got two perfect disposals in his 30 seconds on the field. Um, and I'm, I'm, I was welling up, you know. And that's, a, that's great for other kids to see. But it's not the be all and end of it, end all of it. They don't, you know, they don't have to be that player or, you know, similar players. They can quite, this is my point, is, you know, how, yeah, yeah, well, the exactly. question, how, how do we get them to resolve that this is probably my grade and this is a good grade and I'm, I'm happy with it. Yep, great with you. That, that is an issue. And it, it was and he funny thought, watching that game the other day because it's standing there and, yeah, won a flag with his old man. Yeah, won a flag with his old man. Yeah, won a flag with his old man. Yeah. Won a flag with his old man. That's good. So you won four flags with, uh, with a load of old man? Yeah, yeah. five. And it, but if, yeah, if you've got any thoughts on that, please do put your hand up in the room or, or call. I don't know if we've got any more callers down the line, John. No, I don't think oh. I've got any 
any more We do calls. have another match, Mitch. Oh, what, 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 why don't we get into that? And yeah, there is talk of a brawl in here. I mean, kind of listen to it as if, as if I'm just delivering it now to you. And, uh. Who would you rather? Because you mentioned before the sound. I, I don't, I, too I, well. Yeah, I don't think I've got the, uh. Okay. Well, we'll try and make text this work, up here. Let's have, let's, let's have a go at it. We'll have a listen. Mystery. Mystery. That's right, John. It's time again to head into the mystery file as we take a look back on our hockey history through the archives. And this one is a bit of a shocker. This is from the Picton Post, Wednesday, the 7th of September, 1932. That's a publication in New South Wales in Australia. The headline reads, Hockey Brawl, Disgraceful Scenes. When men or youths lose control of themselves in a strenuous sport, such as football, etc., it's bad enough. But when the so-called gentler sex indulge in such tactics, the spectacle is infinitely worse. As H.G. Wells has written, minus the veneer of civilization, human beings are still animals. It's safe to say that townspeople who were in Yass Park on a recent Wednesday afternoon were treated to the most disgraceful scene ever witnessed on a sporting field in Yass. Following a match between two local girls' hockey teams, the Hikers and the Robins, which the Robins won by two goals to one, a reckless brawl took place. Fists and feet were used by each side, and at one stage a hockey ball in a girl's fist was used to advantage. Two of the participants on several occasions measured their length on the grass. Two girl players took sides, and a battle royale ensued. Fists, hair and feet were everywhere. At this stage, a prominent footballer tried to separate the combatants, but made his exit when he was treated with the business end of a hockey stick. As matters warmed, opponents from either side, who had been passive, inasmuch as they voiced their views only, then took an active part in the melee, and the battle was getting rather desperate when two of the Park Trust officials were seen approaching. The approach of these gentlemen had the desired effect, and frontline tactics stopped on both sides. The girls presented a sorry sight when they left the ground with discoloured eyes, barked shins, skinned lips and several badly torn tunics. It was a degrading and disgraceful fray on a public park. I think it sounds better when I read it live. It sounds pretty boring when I read it. Sorry for that. But you get a lot... Wow, you know, punching on in parks. Parks? Was it Parks. Picton. Punching on in Picton. Picton. There we go. Not very ladylike at all. Hopefully we wouldn't see those scenes from either sex in this day and age, John. No, you wouldn't. Well, what level are you talking about? Well, that would probably have been top grade in Yass at the time. That was in Yass, wasn't it? You know what I love about um, Yass? I remember driving in. (laughs) They've got the, uh, the big McDonald's sign with the M and then Yass. On the, outs- on the outskirts ass. of turn my ass. <laughs> Seriously. Seriously. Got pinged by a spe- uh, speed camera. Or not a cop yeah, it's because you're busy laughing at the my ass. <laughs> Some kind of subterfuge on the part of the New South Wales police force. Disgusting. There we go. That's another match mystery file done and dusted. Now, we did speak earlier on, John, yep. about FIH votes. Uh, now, we've given airtime to... Um, uh, 
Mr. Dr. Batra's manifesto, uh, mandate, or whatever we were calling it, and also some of the views of contender, presidential contender Mark Coudron well, from Belgium. Not many, because not much has come out. It's probably no, more a general but, feeling. But though. from the article in, in yeah. La, La Libre, it was you know, it, certainly very positive, but yeah, you're right, not so big on detail. Now, there's an article that's popped up on the hockey.nl site out of the Netherlands with the KNHB chairman, Eric Cornelison, who's applied for a new four-year term on the board. Uh, Cornelison is ambitious, it reads. He wants to further adjust the design of the Pro League, speed up the worldwide development of hockey, and work on an alternative to the water-wasting water fields. Just burp, then. No. What was that? Oh, it's your chair. It was... Definitely sounded like a burp. <laughs> Cornelison sees the candidacy of Belgian Mark Coudron as president of the FIH. So the questions go on with, you have been on the FIH board for four years now. In your previous campaign, you had three spearheads, putting hockey more firmly on the map globally, global hockey development and the social footprint. What has the FIH achieved with you on the board in these areas? No accents this week, John. I think we are stronger globally. The launch of the Pro League has made an important contribution to this. There is now, also for outsiders, a clear international competition in which the strongest countries in the world play against each other. We see more full stadiums. Really? Worldwide, maybe... I wouldn't say more than certain competitions. You know, they were always there. Uh, we see more full stadiums worldwide, and the top matches are portrayed m- uh, much more and better. I think the Pro League is successful in many countries, especially since we took the edge off and no longer fly to the other side of the world for a match. Now, this is through Google Translate yeah, as well. you do. You still do. That's John's opinion. Opinions are divided about the success of the Pro League. Well, there you go. Jumped ahead then, John. Opponents also point out uh, point to the many empty stands, a format that is constantly changing in the closed competition that now prevents countries from being promoted or relegated. How do you feel about that? The basis is good, but we are certainly not there yet. We must continue to develop the Pro League. That promotion relegation will come. In addition, I'm in favour of adapting the format to the model used in international rugby. There, the best countries in the world are split into two leagues, the Rugby Championship with the countries of the Southern Hemisphere and the Six Nations with countries in the Northern Hemisphere. That's also possible in hockey. You have Australia, New Zealand, India and China together. China, that hockey powerhouse. And the European countries on the other side. Argentina could participate alternately with either one. The two or four best countries can then, for example, play a grand final. Still flipping playing at it, though. The tinkering (laughs) away. You know, I'll give you a quick tinker. I heard there'd be some tinkering done with the Hockey One rules for uh, over here for the new season starting in October looking at potential of awarding bonus points per quarter and, and oh, God, the and the two-for-one field goal thing, that had, that's going to remain uh, this coming season. However, however, uh, they've only got the two-year licence from the FIH to do it. If nobody else takes it up within that time, then they'll have to stop doing it. Anyway, well, sorry. Honestly, get rid of that. That's a... St- it- Remember how they sold that on celebratory moments? And it actually kills the celebratory. The, the thing we should be celebrating is the goal. Absolutely. Not the one-on-one. Yeah, yeah. Well, it takes the momentum out for the player to celebrate oh. and the fans to, 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 yeah, to celebrate it. Um, sorry, back to the Corn Ellison uh, interview. Uh, such a format has the advantage that you have to deal with less time differences. The matches are easy to plan. Countries have to travel less, and there is room for more national teams from countries such as blah, 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 to join the Pro League. 
Together with promotion relegation, this also offers more possibilities to link tickets for the World Cup and the Olympic Games. Tickets. The golden tickets. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not feeling enthused about this. At, at what about hockey development? <laughs> the development of the sport in small hockey countries. We have to be honest that we have not taken the steps we had in mind. As FIH, we do help with the realisation of a few fields per year. But that is too little, and there is too little structure and continuity. Well, hallelujah. I'm glad you've recognised that. As Netherlands, we are quite successful with the twinning projects by establishing a connection with the EHF and Dutch clubs with less developed countries in the field of hockey. But that is still not being imitated worldwide enough. I would like to see if we have a project like the Rubberbank Hockey Foundation in the coming years be able to set up on a global scale. I think that just like Rubberbank in the Netherlands, there are quite large companies that we can be interested in helping worldwide to offer people who are less fortunate a way out through sports. I mean, it just smacks of, personally, it smacks of colonialism with oh, the absolutely. way that we're, 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 we're foisting the game on places. And um, just, just to get this spread of number of countries that play the game, at, you know, well, potentially can at, can at an international to level. Be, to be part of the Olympic movement. Yep. Well, the hockey movement first, then the Olympic movement second. Well, no, but the funding is... it's tied directly in. Yeah. It's tied directly it's tied, in. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what about trying to grow the game organically? What about creating little clubs? What about creating clubs that play on grass fields, that have, that might play on mud fields, that might get them playing? The key is to get them playing. And building infrastructure just labels people with debt. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. But but you but you take that premise, what you just said then, why why isn't that happening on the streets of India? We had conversations on the Push Past Pundits um, yeah. before. In, oh, there's so many people that would play, but there's not really any around. And there isn't a culture. There's a culture to go and play cricket in the street, but not to get a group of ten people together to go and, oh dear, play a game of hockey fives. <laughs> Socially. Why did I pick ten? Why did I pick ten? A group of 22. That's what you're after, wasn't it? A group of 22. But the... the the point being that if, if you start at the bottom like that and start to grow clubs so that there's some competition and blah, blah, and that, and that organically grow up bigger, they're trying to impose the top down, and it's not going to work that way. That's my opinion. No, I don't know if I'm going to go on to read this, but one of the go little on. headline things is, um, in, in quotes as part of the article, we haven't had the very best board members in recent years. The <laughs> yeah, substantive, right. substantive input of some members is too limited. Okay. From a current board member. Yeah, from a current board member, yeah. But it's got nothing to do with um, the current chairman, does it? Or the current president? No. If I remember reading that report oh. correctly. No, he's, he's not one of those people that hasn't been doing pulling his weight. Uh, talking about um, the waterless turf. As FIH, we have the plan to have an alternative at the Paris Games in 2024. I think that is too early. But as FIH, we are working hard with synthetic turf manufacturers to find a good alternative. This does not mean that clubs in the Netherlands should worry about getting rid of water fields. This is a long-term project in which the equality of the field and the attractiveness of our sport for both players and the public is an absolute precondition. Now, let, let's call bullshit on this, because we've spoken on this, and I think I used the term existential problem for the sport at one point, talking about water. And water is an issue um, that we'll have to face, not just our sport, all sport. Water will become an issue for society, right? What we're talking about, when you talk about environmentally friendly or anything, any of those associated words, when turf, you can't make them out of polymers because they're not environmentally friendly. Well, it doesn't I, matter whether you put water on them or not. Well, even if they're uh, a bioplastic um, hemp and plant-based um, polymers, 
hemp and plant based. Yes, it's possible. Whether it's possible for hockey balls or turf, I don't know. That's, uh... do, you mean, do you mean grass? <laughs> There's an idea. Well, could you see, you know, could you see regrassing of hockey stadiums? Oh, look, no. See, I don't have anything against turf per se. That's not the argument. There's never enough of it. Is the problem? We've we've finally got one for, since our existence, <laughs> and now it's full. You can't get any, get any time on there for training, mm-hmm. so we've got to get another one. To be able to provide training time for people on turf. And, and then you'll fill that straight away. And then consider your um, conversation earlier about the fixtures you received yeah, this year yeah, yeah. And, and the way that things have been fixed for the, for the club vis-a-vis their ones team and trying to get people down to support the club. Well, uh, the interview goes on. Cornelison's asked uh, about whether Mark Houdron can count on the voice of the Netherlands in a vote. He said, in principle, I don't care where someone comes from. For me, it's about having very good members on the board. Although we have good members, I dare say that we have not had the very best board members in recent years. There we go. I dare say. The substantive in- input of some members is too limited. That does not apply to Batra, by the way. He has meant a lot to hockey. As a member of the IOC, partly because of him, the ties there have been strengthened. Oh, it's his fault, is it? A great World Cup was held in India, and the FIH has good sponsors from India. Mm. Need a hero. And, and, and you're hanging your hat on the fact that we've got great sponsors from India. What about gr- great global sponsors? Can you go well, and buy a hero car motorcycle? Well, hat? he doesn't know, but he does say we have to note that the chairman, due to his various functions, has a full agenda. It would be good for the FIH if there was a chairman who is dedicated to hockey. Now, I'm pretty sure we've got an audio grabber. Only, oh, hockey. only, only hockey. hockey. Only hockey. Only hockey. I'm only interested in hockey, yep. Well... We all know the only way to change that is at Congress. If Mark were to become chairman and, and we could keep, back, uh, could keep Batra on the board, I would like it. If that's going to be at my expense, so be it. I would like to commit myself for another four years, but I am not there for myself. Well, that's interesting. I'm, I'm prepared to knife myself so Dr. Batra can, Mr. Dr. Batra can stay on the board. Now, I haven't read any of the comments here, John, but let's read them, shall we? <laughs> yeah, go on. Um, sky is blue, grass is green. This hockey bobo really lives in a bubble. There is now a clear international competition, also for outsiders. How many viewers are watching the Pro League at all? The games are not exciting at all, and are at the expense of club hockey. Long-distance travel is also out of date. So, it is better to abolish it. Uh, Second comment from Caspar, Caspar Stevens. It's all in one word, though. I thought that at push there is a water field in a container without sprinklers and therefore much less water consumption. Maybe Hockey NL can write an article about that. So is this... Uh, Floating thing. One of, the water is under, it's sort of underneath the field, isn't it? Like one of those pot yeah. plant things. where it Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Petrol car was once a success story, but later on some complications with regard to mould formation, etc. Incident... Incidentally, most of the water is lost through evaporation, so this is not the solution. Incidentally, there is no water shortage at all. There is a water distribution problem that you can solve with better logistics. A lot of time, money and effort is already invested in this, what clubs, municipalities, sports suppliers do. But to bring the water-based fields up for discussion again seems a waste of time. Well, maybe. I mean, I I still think the the true test of um, whether it's waterless turfs or worth playing hockey on will be to grab someone by their feet and 
push them along the turf on their face. No, I've, I've, mate, I've got to ask. Right, there's a fourth comment here. Okay. Is this you? What? Is this you making this fourth? It was at 10.39 on March the 31st last night. You last didn't jump night. on and make any no, comments? No, not last night, night before. Because the name, oh yeah, the, not for, the, the name is uh, Sober, no. S-O-B-E-R-R-R. No. The comment not. is, I don't have to, but okay, if they choose me anyway, okay. Everything is good, everything is beautiful, he is great, I am good, we are working on it, and hockey is being portrayed well. Pfft. Yeah, that's, that's something a, that, I that's would That's a capital, like. capital P, capital F, F, F. <laughs> very nice. Thank you, Silver. <laughs> oh, some interesting So what do you, yeah, there. what do you, anybody got in the room, got any thoughts on that? Anybody want to call in, dial in to let, let us know your thoughts on some of the uh, uh, comments spouted from Eric Cornelison there? Yeah. Nobody's waving. Not even the editor of Hockey World News. I can see he's in the room there now. Is he? He's down there. Where's my check? Please do follow other people in the room as well if you are on the clubhouse. Uh, there were some results. Uh, France have had a couple of games. Men's they? Comp, they beat Canada 3-2. Big oh. Char with a short corner oh. winner there. The Big Char. And a 5-0 loss to Belgium. You got anything else on your list? No. I was hoping we would have lots of people stand up and tell us we're wrong about things. Well, they just seem happy they're listening along, and I hope you're okay. enjoying listening along at home. Oh, Tansy Lee wants to come up Oi. and say hello. Our friend, TRS World 11 founder, member, and, of course, a dear Patreon subscriber, supporter of the show. Um, you can become a Patreon supporter and head to patreon.com forward slash the reverse stick if you'd like to help us out in any way you can financially. Greatly, greatly appreciated, isn't it, John? Get a bit of bonus content and all that sort of stuff over yeah. on there as well. Um, and if you don't want to become a patron, maybe that's a bit too big of an ask, then you can go to buymeacoffee.com forward slash the reverse stick. We will not spend any money you send on coffee. It will all be spent on beer. Tansy, welcome to the stage. Welcome to the reverse stick. And uh, uh, John's actually got that, that um, empty scotch bottle in the corner of the room. There. Just, he, he lovingly <laughs> looks over it occasionally. Hello, <laughs> Tans. Good afternoon, boys. All right. We're yeah. well. We're Hello. well. You're good. Yep. It's uh, evening time there, right? Uh, yes, it is. Uh, it's three cans. Uh, three cans in town. Three, three cans. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. We're, we're, yeah. Yeah. We're eight thirty. Been a beautiful day here today. I've been down to the beach with the the family and in laws and cousins and all that sort of stuff. Um, dipped a toe in the water a bit. Thirty two degrees. Um, but it's cooled off nicely now outside. So. Uh, Although it's still bloody hot in the shed. Uh, <laughs> so we've actually got the sun out here today, which is nice for a change. Beautiful. Now, have you got any thoughts on any of the topics, Tans? Yeah, I, I, I wanted to have a little chat uh, about the what's better sporting your number one club side or your country situation. Go for it. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Uh, if I may. Right, well, my thoughts there is, um, it'd be possibly controversial, that I, I prefer to support my country and that being GB, uh, as opposed to the number one club side in the UK, probably, arguably, Surbiton, because despite my side only playing their eights, it's still a rivalry, so I can't go away to Southern Road, get done 8-0, and then turn around and support their ones, even if they're in the EHL or whatever, because <laughs> they're, rivals, they're local rivals, you know, <laughs> I can't do it. Uh, 
I, mate, I, 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 yeah, I, no, I totally understand, I that. And, and I share the same feelings about a very close local neighbour of ours. Do you? Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, yeah. That, 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 sorry. Well, what about, what about, Tans, you know, would you be happy if England or GB win 3-0, but the person or the players that play for uh, Surbiton get injured or stuff it up, mistrap it every time. <laughs> you, you can have a little laugh to yourself with those things, but as long as they, they get over the line. Uh, no, I wouldn't take it to, to that degree. I mean, I'm fully behind them when they're playing as, as the component part of the, you know, the, the national side. But as individuals, I, you know, it's the club rivalry thing. I just can't, can't uh, tear myself to do it, which is why I, I personally, as a club side, support... Uh, H.C. Rotterdam, even though they're not from where I live. That's right. Well, what about your uh, own? Hang on, no, no, we want to find out first. You spent a bit of time in Rotterdam over the years, Tans? <laughs> <laughs> I wish. No, no, I haven't. It's just uh, the EHL, I got into watching that several seasons ago and watched a really exciting game. And Rotterdam was a side that didn't progress to the, the final four that year, but I just thought it was really good hockey and I uh, gave my allegiance to them from that moment onwards. And it, like, it's probably closer for you to go and watch a home game for them than it is for most people in England to go and watch an international game. Indeed, yes. If someone was to come from Glasgow, it, it's a lot closer for me to get to Rotterdam than it is for them to get to the Lee Valley, certainly. Well, maybe we can get the word out. We've got a few few people who've got connections here in the room. You know, maybe we can get some sort of VIP trip to Rotterdam sorted out for you on the back of a container ship. Um, <laughs> <laughs> once things, next season when things are back up and running. Now, yeah, the containers <laughs> are empty going that way, aren't they? Now, I've got to say, uh, the Family Sevens comp I've played in this summer season... It's been blue shirt, so I proudly worn the Churchy Thames Valley mixed shirt, the Mercian shirt yeah, that you kindly sent through throughout, and got a lot of comments on it. A lot of comments. What's uh, what are things looking like at the club? Are you back to training, even though you're sort of coming into summer? What's are the plans? Uh, are yeah, we we got back to training last night. That's the first time since about the 11th of December, I think, and it was jam packed with the youngsters for two hours and then. We've got an hour of seniors at the end, and really well attended by the men's section. The ladies' section it was just like, off the scale. There was loads of them, and they're back in uh, league action next week. They're doing. Um, they're going to play everyone once for so half a league season. That's going to be the outcome for the positions for the, the what would have been the full season. And uh, the men's section, we're back in action. Uh, it's league games that are outstanding but I don't think they've decided fully if that's going to be how they decide the season or not because there's uh, obviously all the structures above our league that having different um, outcomes the National League's been null and voided but I don't know if that means that all of the cascading leagues are going to be the same or not yeah yeah well, look, but it was, you know, it was so, so nice to get back yeah well that's great but it's so nice to get back out on the Astro. Sorry, we're getting this little delay through the app and through the, our, our sound here. Now, that's fantastic to hear, Tans. Any, any other points on, on the other things that brought up? Any dodgy car? Oh, car are you or... going for it, the EHL? Oh, yeah, OK, yeah, EHL first. Who's yeah, I was going to give you my, my pick for the women's then, Bosch. I think they've got too much firepower there uh, for the others. And uh, I think Bloomerdale are going to come home with the 
chocolates in the men's side. Sure, surely it'd be a Belgian side coming home with the chocolates, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah, <Sorry>. well done. <laughs> uh, in, insert applause. And uh, yeah, and what's the other? Any, any, any dodgy car journeys, bus journeys, train journeys, flights, ships that you've uh, uh, on your way to a game? No, I'm, I'm, to be honest, I do a lot of the driving, so I, I don't uh, like to break down or stuff, and I have to take a lot of the juniors, so I leave a car in tip-top condition. So to quote um, uh, Pulp Fiction, the motherfucker's tip-top, you know? Hey, I mind the language. We've got kids. Did you not hear Janet from Sydney on it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Shit, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, we're going to have to mark the box on the iTunes with yeah, this Jan- <laughs> Janet from Sydney's dad is going to be onto us, I know that. Yeah, well, <laughs> I mean, imagine, I, I wouldn't... I'll, have to, it, I'll, I'll send him a bottle of Freud 10, that'll sort him out. Absolutely. Oh, dear, this, no, he doesn't okay. drink that, send it to me. Well, <laughs> 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 like, you know him, do you? You know him. <laughs> Well, fantastic, Tan. Thanks for joining in. And, of course, this will be going out no episode 187 of The Reverse Stick. We've also got Jay Bloomfield, editor-in-chief of Hockey World News, a fine magazine publication available, available online, and also the acting chairman or now proper chairman of the uh, Hockey Writers Club. No, now, now chairman of the Hockey Writers Club. Apparently numbers. Officially are voted in on, yeah, officially voted in January. Fantastic. Well, congratulations. Well, uh, if you if you're a member of the Hockey Writers Association, then you'd you'd know about that. Especially well, John, as he is a hockey writer. <laughs> well, Matt is desperately waiting for the invitation. No, I've done. <laughs> right, to do um to short form, you know, social media post. Does that count as writing? It doesn't have. It's, it's a I think as a hockey media club. Oh. It doesn't have to be a writer anymore. So, podcast. You're open to it as a podcaster. Podcaster. Um, you right. can you can join the join the club. Well, I think we might be, we might be doing that. anyone now. Have the price as as, uh, content the, creators? Have the prices gone up? Um, not at the moment. No, getting oh, quick. Oh, here we go. So there's a scoop. <laughs> there's a scoop for the listeners. Register now for the Hockey Riders Club to save twenty five percent. Now, thoughts on the topics, Jay? Uh, Anything pique your interest? Uh, it's good. What, what I want to jump on first of all is, is Tansy saying about club and, and country and not being a, a Surbiton fan, um, which I completely understand. If it was Holcomb and a local <laughs> club to Holcomb, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be doing the same. But I don't think you can compare. It, it's tough where you are. So the UK club hockey compared to that across Europe, especially Dutch and Belgium, it's hard to have that club or country. Like Tandy said, he's a, he's a big Rotterdam fan. But if the option was, with Tandy still there, to go and see Rotterdam play in the HL or go and see GB play, what would you choose? Oh, lay down the gauntlet. If, if he's still there listening. He's there. Hello? Yeah. Am yep. I still connected? You yeah, are? Go, Dan. Go, Tandy. All right. So, would I go rather go and see Rotterdam than GB? Yeah, if you go and watch a Rotterdam game or go and see GB play at Lee Valley, work. What would you? My, my daughter would have the deciding vote then, and we'd go and watch TV. Uh, <laughs> that's your, that's your daughter. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, you'd have to, you'd have to go and see TV. Uh, and when they had these pop-up, uh, pitch at the stoop, that was even more convenient for us. And I thought it was a wonderful idea, and I'd 
I do hope they roll out again. I do think they should take it around the country if it's all possible to give the, the people up north and up in Scotland, Wales, the opportunity without big travelling. Yeah, my my opinion on on the uh, on travel instead of rolling it out like the stoop style, um, we've got a perfectly good stadium in Glasgow. Why is that not not used a lot more? Yeah, um, yeah. especially for ECB games. And yeah, obviously in Wales, uh, Sophia Gardens couldn't cope with a, a full stadium, so it would need to be in a stadium in Wales. But yeah, I completely agree that hockey does need to be, especially Great Britain hockey, needs to be moved around the country a lot more. But for me, this club or country, as as a journalist, it's got to be country, because <laughs> that's where most of our work is. Um, but I would love to see our club hockey to be as big as it is in the Netherlands and Germany, Belgium. And then that, that question then, club or country, will be, be questioned a lot more. If you look at different sports like football, and you say, so would you rather go and watch your, your team play or go and watch your national team play? They would generally pick their club. And Definitely, yeah. I think the same, if that was in, you are saying people in Belgium, Netherlands, Germany, what would you rather go and see? Your club play or your national team? I think a lot would go towards the club. And I think that the EHL this weekend and having the players released, when they say released from Germany over in Argentina saying stay and play for your club shows that club hockey is bigger than a national team in those countries. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, look, it's an hey. interesting debate, guys. Um, I, I would think if, um, the team that Matt hates was playing in a, um, uh, say, some sort of Australian league. Say team... hate. No, yeah, I know you. Hate's a strong word. <laughs> I know you do. It's all right. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, um, if, if there was a Sydney team to come play here in some sort of Australian league, and they were playing against that particular club, you know, I might be persuaded to go along and see. I don't. I don't not like them, or I, I'm interested in that level. I would be interested in that level of competition. Just to see the Sydney team as much as I would to see the team that I used to play for that you hate. I'd be, I'd be seeing who I could buy a team shirt off from in the Sydney colours. Yeah, you would. Yeah. yeah and that's fair enough. That's part of, that's part I'd of find, the rivalry. I'd find to some kind of connection to them. <laughs> well, it's funny, the two clubs that Fremantle hate the most are the two other clubs I've played for. Yeah. So I don't, I'm not sure why I'm well, <laughs> That says a lot about John. <laughs> hey, thanks a lot for your input, guys. Um, did Jade want to add something? Yeah, Jade, any other... Yeah, no, he was just responding to Tanzan's okay. point there. EHL, well, who are your picks, Jade? It's going to be, it's going to be a great weekend, um, especially with the women there for the first time. Um, I'm. It's going to be tough because my money generally would be, would be on Denbosch. Um, I know they're, they're three points behind Amsterdam at the moment, or maybe six points behind Amsterdam in the league at the moment. Um, but I think, they, as, as Tanzan said, the firepower they've got at, at Denbosch and once they're all clicking together it'd be great and especially with um, uh, Ray all leaving to go to Belgium it's a great swung song for him to, to win the HL before he moves on um, so I would say Denbosch but I think it will be a Denbosch Campo final um, the, the Campo team is literally the Spanish national team um, there's 11 players from the Spanish national team play them so they're going to be hard to beat, but um, yeah, I think my backing on that one would be would be Den Bosch. Um, and on the men's side, 
I'd like to see uh, Leopold um, turn over Bloom and Darwin in the semi-final. So Ooh. if they do that, then I can see Leopold winning. Okay. They, and they generally will, my they, money. they will bring home the chocolates. Oh, Absolutely. But the the tougher thing for Leopold, though, is um, Tom Boone's out with an injury. Yeah. It's going to impact them hugely. Yeah, I'd heard that. Um, it's great well, stuff, Jade. Thank, thanks for... Did you, you've been down the bookies already with that information, haven't you? You've been early on that for us. <laughs> Heard it on another, on another clubhouse chat earlier on. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks so much, Jade. Now, I think we've got something coming through on our YouTube feed, haven't we, we John? We do, because the patrons have been able to access this, those that haven't been on clubhouse on YouTube, um, and we might try and expand this in the future. Our mate Scotty from Tassie has uh, sent through a few, and uh, a, a comment. You have to turn no, turn, turn my mic on. The problem was we weren't monitoring that, so we've got a few comments across different topics. But look, go for it. No, well, this is the one, one. It's about one. Oh, uh, is it? He's talking about water-based turf. Okay, Water-based turf technology is amazing, the pinnacle of the sport. But the push away from gla- grass to exclusively turf hockey has probably hurt grassroots hockey over the last few decades in terms of participation and accessibility. But I think technology isn't too far away in making both the turfs more environmentally friendly and using water more efficiently. So additional government support, commercial investment, private sponsorship and a concerted effort from hockey people worldwide could see the sport lead the environmentally friendly charge. He also adds that he's an (laughs) Android person so he can't hook in via Clubhouse. Otherwise, he'd be there giving... Ah, oh, shit. So, thanks, Scotty. <laughs> um, we wouldn't expect anything less. But some interesting thoughts? Yeah, yeah. And, look, and I've, I've said it before and I'll say it again. The level of professionalism that goes into the production of what comes out of Tasmanian yeah. Premier League hockey um, is absolutely sensational. And it's, it's a real benchmark um, for state associations and, geez, for a lot of national associations out there. You can't quite um, get it right. Um, you sucked up, Jim. Now you've got to whack him. <laughs> <laughs> no, they do a great job, Scotty. Good and, stuff there. And did you did you hear Devo earlier on? Because you do I do remember the quote from the Patreon only interview mm. that uh, the question for Scott from Devo was no. The, what what's the best question you've never been asked? Uh, which is one of Scott's suggestions that we we ask in interviewees. And Devo said, uh, "Why am I better than your brother?" <laughs> and of course, Scott's brother is Jeremy Edwards, uh, Cookaburras player. Um, yeah, very good. That's, uh, there you go, Scott. Don't see you getting angry on your keyboard now. Nothing <laughs> popping up there now, mate. <laughs> That's him challenging. Uh, what else have we got? Oh, Someone not, else want to jump ju- oh, I'm still looking for my shin pads. Are you? Yeah, I put a, after the show last week, I put a, um, a plea out on the, the men's side Facebook page group thing and uh, put the call out and said, like, anybody with a, a black atlas bag found these, rah, 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 nothing. Except for laughing face emojis from everybody and a couple of, you know, jokes about me being a dickhead. But, um, nothing new there. No. No. Standard fare. I, I know out. they're not here because I would have smelt them by now. Oh, if you're a shin pad manufacturer and you like to endorse a player of the calibre of Matt Allen who will play at least three games and them in the first nine rounds of the season. Um, It'll be, be their grand final day, don't worry. Flick me an email to matt at the net. I'll be happy to receive any donations. Or even if you've just got a, an old pair that you don't need, 
Just get in touch and send them through to me. Now, there's no rule changes coming up for our seasonal hockey, isn't there? Uh, no, there's some it's of the qualification of who's gone where and things like that. There's a, but no actual issues. changes to the way the game Not from played. how we played our last year. truncated season last year. No. Okay. Just checking, because normally around this time of the year we can, we can be talking about new rules or new interpretations. Yeah, well, apart from the top... As we lead into our season. Oh, don't be surprised if we get something next week, mate. This is, you know, something to- totally changing things. The, the fact is, yesterday, Thursday before Easter, is when the fixtures have come out for the majority of club hockey players. Oh, to say, fixtures came out yesterday? Yeah. What was yesterday? Uh, no, sorry, it wasn't, no. Uh, no, it was thir- uh, what day is it today? Christ, Good Friday, Friday today. Uh, it's a Saturday. Yes, yesterday. Yeah, 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 fixtures came out. So those fixtures came out on April Fool's Yes, day. they did. It's amazing what you can announce on April You know April what, they're going to release the real ones on Monday, don't they? Do you reckon? On Tuesday. I hope so. Yeah. I, well, I, like, I had a bit of a whinge to the uh, new men's VP. I said, mate, you've got to sort this out. I said, do you want me to look after a team? I cannot look after a team if there's no team. To, you know, I can't make it to many games. I can't do that. So not only has he got the headache of having to find another team manager, he's got the headache of me whinging to him about not being able to get a game. What was interesting was being on the phone with you for, what, 45, 50 minutes? Well, it, was, it was exactly 45 minutes. and I, Yes, I don't remember hardly any of the conversation. Well, it was rather late. You were, you were actually texting people and... And we were having a conversation, and then you were texting uh, during the conversation stuff we were saying as as we were having. Oh, the really? Do you remember that? No, I don't. I can just check back through the <laughs> my messages. <laughs> Wasn't exactly stuff. I, I would say something and remind you of something else, and you'd start, and you would be talking as you were texting, but you weren't actually talking to me. You were talking to the text as you were texting. Ah, right. Okay. Very it's probably a bit like listening to this on YouTube, or even worse, as a podcast recording. The, what now? Shall we, shall we share that little bit of news that we we talked about? Well, the thing we wouldn't do before we started the show, and then we did it. Yeah, let's talk about it. Um, what? So, well, just before we recorded, we said, "Don't forget to press the record button." So, as soon as we go live, let's press the record button. Yeah, no worries. Uh, uh, you got up, grabbed something off the shelf, turned around. And your arm lunged across me to press the record button about 29 minutes in. But hopefully everything's been recorded on YouTube for us as well. And it will be absolutely seamless for the listeners at home for episode 187. It will be. be. If they want to get in touch with us, how can they do it? Uh, You can get in touch on the socials, Facebook, Instagram, and on Twitter, all at The Reverse Stick. Or send us an email, matt at thereversestick.net or john at thereversestick.net. That's J O H N. Jahan. Jahan. John. 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 Um, and this is also the spot where we usually thank our sponsors uh, for providing financial support to do this. Oh, well, thank, well, thanks, <laughs> so, patrons, well, thanks for thank our patrons. Thank you very much. It's been a pretty interesting experiment trying to do a live radio show. When we, we'll try it again. We've got to get more talk paper. Give, give it a whack. We've jumping up. We kind of decided we were going to do it about a week ago, didn't we? So, you know, and yeah, it's been a pretty, pretty stretched week in pulling stuff together. So, uh, thank you for joining us. We'd love to have your feedback. Don't share it, um, unless, if it's positive, share, you know, share it widely on social media and things. But if there's a negative edge or something constructive you think you can offer to us, just DM us. Don't let anybody else know it. We'd appreciate that. Yeah. Is that fair? Um, if you are on iTunes, go and give us five stars. Give us four stars. We don't care. Just give us something and make a little comment about the show. That all helps. And most importantly, please do tell your mates. Exactly. <laughs> your mates. Your mates, indeed. Uh, 
you watching the AHL? Because it is a holiday here. You're going to get the time. I uh, should do. Yes. Yep. Well, I'm going around to Johnny Dibbles, uh tomorrow night, okay. and uh, so I'll make sure I've got the, I've paid the thing. He'll be keen to whack some hockey on, so it'd be good. I think about eight thirty. And uh, our the, time. the two misses can sit in the corner. And They'll be fine. And the kids, that's all right. They oh, can, yep. they, they can all uh, run them up. Uh, no, game's on the third, six, uh, four fifteen local time. What's that for us? Ten fifteen? I think six hours different, isn't it, to, uh, to Europe right now? Hopefully you get your eyes on it wherever you are. Go to ehrhockey.tv to check that out. To I'm check out. To struggle Ooh. for the, um, for the round games, Saturday's games, but Sunday, finals, all but win. Looking forward to it. Well, I'm told I think we're staying at home on Sunday. Are you? So if I do enough gardening in the, at the start of the day, then we'll, we should be alright to get a bit of hockey. You'll be chopping on. trees down like mad, <laughs> won't you? <laughs> We've got so, to plant trees, John, not chop them down. Hockey forest, don't forget. Yeah. Well. Yeah. What are you, you've got a lovely little patch of grass there you could work up into a lovely little hockey surface. I don't need to, I've got turf on the, on the car, on, on the, the, on the brickwork. Yeah, on the br- bobbly, bobbly, bobbly br- brick. flat brickwork. Bibbly bobbly. Doesn't have, have to rain. I can, it's perfect. Yeah. Does me. Yeah. Just fine. All right. Thanks for joining us, folks. And uh, we hope you join us again. Join us again for the reverse stick. This is your first time. God, it's probably a bit of a struggle for you. We, we do do better shows. Sometimes we interview some really interesting people. I mean, we only had bloody Jay, Tansy and Tao up, I think, tonight, didn't we? Oh, no. That was good value to get them up and have their, have their say, especially that little chat about... Um, clubs and how you support and I was why being, you support them I was being into, yeah, it was fantastic I was being insincere though of course I thought you might be more upset with the mention of Tao after he stuck it right to you in an enthralling stick it to John and wasn't just happy to take the 3-1 win really wanted to stick the knife in and, and get the 4-1 victory I'm, I'm actually very lucky Matt I, I don't rate myself worth on competitions you make up on the flies. It's just unbelievable. You know, I try to inject something different into the show. Do you know, some ideas, you know, some, some content. I work really hard through the week for it and then come to deliver it to John and it's nothing. It's silence. Pfft, not interested.